Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. We appreciate all you being here today, and you know, Pastor Ernie and Pastor Brent and Ben, we were praying in the back, and Talk about how it's exciting finally to have something to focus on with what we're what we're going to be moving into this hopefully this summer. And uh, well, let me pray first before we get going here. Father, we are just so grateful as we've already prayed, Lord, and so thankful that that Lord that we have a place to meet, Lord that we can meet, Lord that you've given us this amazing facility that we look forward to in the near future. Father, we know that if we just continue to wait on you, even in our own personal lives, people that are here today, whatever they're going through, let them know you always come through. In Jesus' name, amen. You don't want to take a couple minutes to talk to you today. Uh, Right at the beginning here, most of you know, if you've been with our church for a long time, I struggle when it, talk, when it comes to talking about money, and I'm, let me tell you why. I was watching a, uh, a video this week on YouTube. We might show it at the end of the service this week. It was a lady talking about her nieces. True story, went to go visit a new church. Just happened recently, and she was talking back to her uh, aunt about what happened during the offering. Now, all of you know that when you go anywhere, you have card readers, you know, credit card readers. So she says the girls came back and said, you know, they said, I think it was Jesse, Aunt Jesse, that what, this is what happened during the army. <laughs> they're, they're passing a card reader around and, you know, and being able to use their credit cards for everything. And the pastor <laughs> is announcing uh, who's given the most offering that day. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And it went on and on and a couple of things. I, I, I was trying, I was telling Jim, I was trying to remember what else they said. There was something else that, that uh, oh, I know what it was. And then they said, if we have time, we'll show it at the end of the day. Then they said, and if, <laughs> and if your card is declined, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, will you pay my tithes and offerings for me today? <laughs> oh... This is my profession. This is what I, this is why I have a hard time. But anyways, the good thing I want to share with you today, many of you have asked, you know, I I want to first thank you about something. I, I want to share something with you. We have never, I hope I can always say this humbly, in nine years, we have never had a financial problem in nine years as a church. That's, that's you guys. I, I'm, I'm very humbled and I thought about that this week and so many of you have asked, how can you give towards the new building? And I, and I struggle. I know every church does it different, but I, I always think we have visitors, and, and I don't like to talk about money. I feel the Lord through the, his spirit. If we do things right, you'll do things as far as give your tithes and offerings, and it'll all come together. So here's what we're going to do. We had a, a leadership meeting uh, a week ago. I think it was a week ago, and we decided on our uh, – the 26th of March, which is hard to believe, is our ninth anniversary 
of the church. So on that, on that day, on the ninth anniversary, if this all comes together, we've got to contact them over there at the new building. But on that day, we are actually going to take a one-time offering, and you'll see that it'll just, you can pick up these envelopes here in a couple weeks. Uh, it'll just say City Church, our new building projects, and you'll see it on the envelope. And also, we're going to send them in the mail. And on that Sunday, we're going to take a one-time offering for everything that we need. And we're just going to do it that Sunday. Now, we know some will come in before and after that and so forth. But that's what many of you have asked how you can give according to that. That's what we're going to do and be praying about that. And so that's going to be that Sunday. And hopefully that afternoon, we're going to be in contact when we're, we're trying to get into where that same afternoon that we're going to be able to hopefully do an open house over there on that ninth anniversary on that Sunday from like 1.30 to 3 or 3.30. So I'm just so thankful the way uh, things are going, the way it's headed that way. And all of you have just really hung in there and everything. And I just, I can't thank you enough. So anyways, that's that. Let's look to the message in the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 10 and verse 10. We're going to look at second part on angels. I don't know if I shared this last week. I'll probably share it every week. Angels, the word angel actually means messenger. It actually means sent one, means messengers. You know, we forget you hear the city of Los Angeles. It's actually the city of angels. That's what, that's the end of that name. And anyways, angels means messengers. There's always a message that they're either going to bring to believers or there's always a message there's a war over. And we know that message that they're actually warring over that we're looking at today, that angel does mean messenger, but angels, as we look at God's word today, are in a war for the message. Always remember what we do, why we do what we do here is about salvation. The eternal gospel. That's why we do what we do. And as we look to God's word and some passages which are hard to understand, I was talking to another pastor of mine this week. I had lunch with at another church. He was telling me that he actually, actually stopped attending this other church that he was attending um, and said, uh, the guy, the other pastor refuses to speak on the end times or the book of Revelation because it scares people too much. And I thought, what? Well, last time I thought, it says in the very first chapter of Revelation, and actually it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. It says in the very first chapter, you will be blessed when you read this book. And I really believe the reason why is to know that we have hope. I don't know what you're going through today, but as we look at God's word today, the first aspect of this war that the angels have over the message of salvation, we see what's taking place. Daniel is one of the books of prophecy. And in the Old Testament, we pick up the story of Daniel sees this vision of this mighty warrior person, man, standing over this river. And it's such a powerful angel that he sees as far as that we're not sure if it's an angel or Jesus according to the scripture. But he's so taken back by it he picks up the story when an angel starts to talk to him about what he sees when it comes to the end times. Listen carefully. 
to Daniel chapter 10, verses 10 through 14. And I want you to notice this about your prayer life to encourage you. Daniel says, suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. This is the angel that is touching him now. And he sees this unbelievable vision. The two guys that are with him take off, even though they don't even see what's going on. They can feel something is happening. And he said, meaning the angel said to me, Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you. And stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. So Jesus has sent this angel to Daniel to tell him about the last days. While he was speaking the word to me, I stood trembling, which we all would. Then he says to me, this is about our prayer life now. I don't want you to miss this. Do not fear, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourselves before God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. You know what the devil wants to tell you today? You're not important. God doesn't want to hear what you have to say. And actually, God really doesn't hear what you have to say. He's got other things to do. You're just one believer on all the things that are happening in this world. So how do we know? I believe as a believers, we're trying to do what's right immediately, immediately when we pray. I always say this, you know, this is City Church, that we don't see what's happening right here. We can't see it. But there is, there is a spiritual warfare and there, there is this other dimension that we're right here. All we know that we know it's somehow in here in our spirit. But as we look and we feel that presence and we see that there is this, this spiritual war taking place and going on, he encourages them to say that God encourages you as you read that aspect of that word. I want to read it again to you. As whatever you're going through today, I want you to know this about what God says about your prayers, your prayers, the same as even Daniel. Let me read it again. Then he said to me, do not fear. Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourselves before your God. From the first day. So he heard his prayers. What does God do then? Set your heart to understand. You know, when many times when we, when we start to pray, set your heart to understand. Many ways. We don't, we don't have a clue what's going on. Why, why this is happening to our family. Why this is happening at work. We, we don't know why. All these different things that we face. But God is telling us, if we start with saying, Lord, will you give me wisdom with what I'm about to ask you? And it also says that there's another aspect of our prayers. If we go humbly before him. Do you, do you ever talk to somebody that you can't get a word in edgewise because they just know everything? You know, you almost, you haven't seen somebody for a while and you see them coming. You're like, oh, no, can I get out of here or something? Because you know they're just going to, they're just going to talk about themselves the whole time, right? Isn't it, listen though, isn't it amazing? Greatly beloved, that's what he says, the angel says about Daniel. You are so beloved by your heavenly father. He wants to listen to you all the time. Everything that's going on in your life. 
He never gets tired of it. Lord, give me wisdom. Have an understand, Lord, help me to understand what I'm dealing with right now in this life today. Right now, whatever you're dealing with. Lord, help me. Show me. And if you go, as he's telling Daniel, the way, reason that you were hurt, because you had a humble spirit. You didn't get angry and upset and wonder what you're going and saying, Lord, yeah, I'm hurting, but will you help me? Help me. And that's why Daniel's prayer was heard. And the angel comes to him, and he continues to say, and let's look at verse, the other verses 13 and 14 before we go on further. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. In other words, it took three weeks for that prayer to get through. And even Michael, the archangel, which we talked about last week, one of the chief princes came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. What did he just tell Daniel? There is a war constantly taking place in the world and about you and about me. The devil hates who we are. He wants to make us miserable. He Jesus says, I came to give life and to give it more abundantly. I always believe every time somebody walks in the store, turns the telecast on, whatever, you're blessed. Because you're willing to look to the Lord and saying, God is going to tell me something today that I need to hear. Daniel, I'm going to tell you something about the end of days and what's going to happen. No, no wonder the devil comes against us. He doesn't want us to hear. There's a war that's constantly taking place, the spiritual battle, because he says right there, there are fallen angels that he is at war with. He had to call Michael, the chief archangel, to come help him in this war. It was so powerful and so needful what he was saying that those fallen angels didn't want that to get through. Daniel's a person. Yes, he was a great man of God, but he's a person just like me, just like you. The devil will do everything he can for those prayers not to get through. But here's the good news. He can't stop them. Might be a matter of time. And that's where our patience comes in. When is this prayer going to be answered? I don't know. But it will be. You are willing enough, all of you, willing enough to believe and stay with us through everything this church has been through for nine years and believing that we didn't, wouldn't have to go to a bank and we would get something amazing from the Lord with where we're going to be able to fellowship till the Lord comes back at our new building. Nine years. What happened? The Lord answered our prayer. And timing is everything when it comes to your life and my life. Maybe you're, you, you can't handle that answer right now. Or just maybe it's the side that we just looked at, that there is such warfare going on that we can't see Many ways, I'm glad we can't. From what we just saw Danny went through, he was so scared he fell to the ground. 
God gives us only what we can handle. But whatever it is that you're going through, when you come before the Lord and ask him, Lord, give me wisdom, help me with this, I come humbly before you. No one else can give me the answer what I need. When you and I do that, when we do that and we open this book up and read it, guess what happens? You're going to have an answer. You say, Dallas, it hasn't happened yet. It will. I've seen so many people, believers, walk away from the Lord, and all they had to do was wait just a little bit longer. I'm here to tell you today, your prayer will be answered. When you're in the right place, God is going to answer your prayer. I don't know when, I don't know how, but he is. And he told Daniel, it's so important, Daniel, it's not time for you to know all the answers about what's going to happen. He says, shut the book up for now, and you'll learn later. But what he focuses on, and what's so important, is always about eternity, and about Jesus, and about his kingdom that lasts forever. That's what he was talking to me about. Now, I want us to turn to another passage. It's hard to understand. I did a lot of studying and research on it, and you're going to go, what is this about? Well... I thought the same thing, but it fits in God's word. I'm no different than you are. I mean, I, I don't understand some of the things in the Bible, but I have to do the research, and we all have tools today that we can do it. And God has it in there for a reason. In Revelation chapter 14, verses 6 and 7, a lot of people have not talked about this, heard about this in this book, Revelation of Jesus Christ, the last there's three angels that are flying through the earth during the tribulation. One of them begins to speak. All the people on the earth will say, man, how's that going to happen? I don't know, but you know, you know that thing we all have called an iPhone or a smartphone or whatever you have? Uh, like years ago, I mean, you're like... You couldn't even think how some, I mean, you couldn't even think that, that everything you ever need would be on this little thing you hold in your hand. It's actually part of your hand now, almost. I don't know if you remember far ago, before I date myself, when I was a kid, we had a party line. Do you remember that at your house? I could actually listen to the neighbors on our phone talk to other people. I, I boy, you're, some kids are here going, wow, what is he talking about? We actually had one of those party lines. To go from there in the last 50 years to here where we're at, I don't know, but I do. And, and to go from 100 years ago, we had nothing about flying planes. Not, so here, I'm it's true what I'm telling you. So there's three angels. The second angel that flies through, we're going to talk about the first, but the second angel that flies through is talking about the cities of this world have fallen. You've put your hopes in them. You've put your trust in them. Did you know what? It's not working. It's not going to happen. And it's fallen. In other words, everything that we have built up for in this life, it's not working. It's not going to happen. Third angel. Third angel, listen to what happens. The third angel goes by, and this is what's so important. He's actually flying through the earth, and he's telling everyone that hears this angel all throughout the world, do not take the mark of the beast. Do not take it. 
It will destroy you. But we see the deception of the devil is so powerful, many take it anyways. Here's what I'm telling you about that, about you, 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 and me. You know what's amazing? Now, we don't know exactly how, what is going to happen and everything. We get a peek into it about what's going to happen in times we know this. The Holy Spirit is a whole. We have the Holy Spirit in our heart right now. And the Holy Spirit, which we have now, is pushing all the evil back in the world today. When the rapture takes place and we're out of here, the, the Bible says the Holy Spirit's taken out. But it will happen just like it did in the Old Testament. It will come and it will go. That's what will happen with the Holy Spirit. And I begin to think when this angel is flying through, actually warning people, do not take the mark of the beast. Now, you would think if there's an angel of heaven flying and you're seeing this, telling you not to do this, I think of two things. One, isn't it amazing? God's grace. Even, even still, God gives people during that tribulation time the opportunity for salvation, even till it's over. That's God's, by grace we are saved. Don't beat yourself up what you're going through to pull back and maybe God's not answering your prayer because you did this or you did that in the past. As long as your heart is right and you're too, trying to do what is best, God will come through just the same as he didn't have to. The tribulation is taking place. He could have said, it's it, it's over. But yet he sends an angel to warn people, do not take the mark of the beast. It's deception. It's from the devil. That's what that third angel, what does the first angel say? Revelation 14, verses 6 and 7. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, to every tribe, to every tongue, and every people, saying with a loud voice, fear God, give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. What is that war over? That war is about that everlasting gospel. Notice that angel comes first to bring the gospel. We know the beginning of wisdom is to fear God in a way that we believe what he says is true. And he brings that angel to come in to share the gospel. People get it wrong in this way, and I don't want to split hairs, but we say, well, you know, when all the gospels preach to the, to the whole world, then Jesus will come back. A little miscommunication here. I believe according, this is what it's saying here. See what it's saying here. It's not before the rapture. It's even the tribulation. Everything's not going to explode until all the gospels preached, even after the rapture, through the tribulation, and we're going to see even God gives them still another chance. Still, people get another chance. He's preaching the gospel, even though the Holy Spirit comes and goes then. And then the end will happen. What I'm sharing with you today as believers, because you believe in what I'm saying, is to know that that grace that which you were saved with is still with you today, and God still wants to answer your prayers today.
See, when we have and look to the Lord like Daniel did, saved us, brought people in our life to tell us about Jesus. So this message today, we're going to close with one more verse, is about always remember the most important thing, the war. The war that we see take place is always about the message, the message. And that's about people coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and finding that everlasting gospel which the angel is preaching. So people will be in heaven forever and ever and ever. That's your friends. That's your family. That's your coworkers. God tells us, always be ready to give an answer. For what? For the hope that is in you in this dark world that we live in today. It's easy. What's your hobby? What are you good at at work? And then you just bring that in, that message in with whatever it is. I have to be a pastor. How many times Pastor Ernie and I have talked uh, over the years, like they call us to go to the hospital or lead somebody to the Lord. That person could lead somebody to the Lord. I, I mean, we're not different. He's just going to say, hey, all you got to do is believe who Jesus is. You hear me at the end of every service that we have here. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe that he died on a cross for your sins. Ask him into your heart to forgive you for all your sins, that he died on a cross for you, that he rose from the grave. Ask him to be your Lord and Savior and forgive you for all those sins, and he comes into your heart. It's that simple. And we have it to give. Let me close with this. The very last verse we're going to look at today is Luke chapter 15. Still staying focused on angels that we're looking at in the message. And Luke 15 and verse 10. Likewise, Jesus is speaking. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. I thought, how's that, how's that happen in heaven? You ever, you ever say, yeah, I, I know I think kind of weird sometimes, but, you know, it's just I'm thinking, thinking does, does, is there a bell, a rejoicing going off every second, and then there's a certain kind of sound that happens in heaven every time, you know, someone gets saved. Is it, I don't know. I don't know how it happens, but there, every second we know people are being saved. Some, there was a, a guy missed church uh, one Sunday, and his pastor, he said, I know I missed last week. He said, uh, he says, when anybody, anybody gets saved, he says, yeah, two and a half people. He said, two and a half people? What do you mean? He says, yeah, two kids and one adult. Isn't that the truth? What do we want to do at City Church? And the kids that we have here, to so, when they're so open to hearing the gospel, so trusting, so willing to believe who God is. That's what we want to do. We want to reach this generation and the next. You never know who that person is and what they will be. When I never shared this before, my, my mom 
came from a very, very extremely poor situation growing up. And uh, it just is what it is. A lot of alcohol and very poor. And she used to ride the, the bus to the Baptist temple. And one day that eternal, everlasting gospel was given. And she responded to the altar call. And my grandfather led his future daughter-in-law to the Lord when she was nine years old. Can you imagine if he's leading this child to Jesus knowing that when she was nine, that nine years later, that she would become his daughter-in-law. I'm here today because of all that. You know, it's kind of funny, you know, he's oh, poor, poor, poor. My mom was so embarrassed how poor she was. My dad had to ask my mom out three times before she would go because she didn't want him to see where she lived. But even though all the alcohol and everything that surrounded and all the whiskey and all the moonshine and everything that she was brought up around at that time, but she found Jesus through her future father-in-law at nine years of age, and she followed the Lord, and I'm here today because of that. You never know who wants to hear what you have and what they will do. And all we have to do is just give it to them. Give them the everlasting gospel. No wonder, no wonder there is a war that takes place all the time between God's angels and the devil's fallen angels all the time about these messages, the me message, the sent ones. They were constantly bringing us messages to encourage us, to guard us, to watch over us, to show us what to do. And to know that the most important message, the angel, even through the tribulation, still is preaching the gospel so that others will be in heaven forever and ever and ever. As God's word says today, and I close with, today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year. Today is the day of salvation. Let's pray. Maybe you're watching today. Somehow you picked up something in this message. I don't know what. I just know I try and let the Holy Spirit do what only he can do. But I know this. I know it's his grace. No matter who you are. No matter what you've done. No matter where you're at. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. That message, that message that the angels rejoiced over on the birth of Jesus, that message that the angels were there at the resurrection at the tomb, he is not here. 
the angels gave the message, he is risen. And if you don't know Jesus today, all you have to do is pray. Take a step of faith and pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. I don't quite understand everything, but I want to take this step of faith. And right now, I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. Forgive me, Jesus, and come into my heart. I believe you shed your blood on the cross of Calvary for me. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you. We never know till we get to heaven all the places this, this message goes to. We'll find out someday. But Lord, as we close here today and Ben leads us in this invitation, Lord, if there's someone here, even, even with us, it's come with a friend or family member, may they come forward and I can show them in your word and they can pray that same prayer. Find heaven as their home forever and ever and ever. We ask you, Jesus, in your powerful, mighty name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.